1: Welcome to episode 168 of the Fieldy Geeks podcast. I'm Josh.
2: I'm Mitch. I'm Megan. How's it going? Good. Good. Good? Busy, but good. Yeah, it's all right. (laughs) A whole bunch of stuff coming out, too. (laughs) Uh,
1: Yeah, it's like almost too much stuff. It's been a while since we've chatted. Uh, What have you guys been seeing lately? Any recommendations for people?
2: Um... I mean, as far as me, I would say a lot of stuff that I've been seeing just uh, is HBO Max. So you know. Yeah, same. Godzilla and then Mortal Kombat. um, Those two things I would say are the big ones. I don't. um, I don't have anything. I uh, haven't had time to sit down and and watch anything. So if I am watching something, it's Adventure Time on Hulu. All right. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) While I go to sleep.
1: There you go. There you go. Well, I've got mm-hmm. two things I could recommend here. The last blockbuster to the documentary on Netflix. Not sure if you guys caught this. I'm kind of late to the game on it. It came out in 2020, but it's really interesting. It um, focuses on the last remaining blockbuster, which is in Bend, Oregon. It talks about the death of the mm-hmm. movie rental industry, uh, how it came to be. And it actually reveals that Netflix didn't actually kill Blockbuster. So to see more, check out the documentary. But yeah, you know, wow. a lot of people thought that was what happened, but not entirely true. But it's really cool. This this um, store in Oregon gets it's getting a lot of attention because it's the last one, and uh, the focus on the management team there and her family. And they have a website, I'll put it in our show notes, but yeah, it's bendblockbuster.com. You can get merchandise. She makes like beanies and they have hats and all kinds of gear, you know, to keep your love of, love for Blockbuster alive, if you will. Yeah, it's a really good documentary. It's, it's sad, but you know, you know, my, my stepdad works in the industry, uh, distribution industry side of it. And yeah, it's. It's sad from, you know, it, you know, from its glory days to the way it is now. It's just, you know, it's just the nature of the beast, unfortunately, you know, technology and all that. So, yeah, it sucked in parts to watch because I, you know, I have more connection to that world and I grew up in it kind of. You know, I got a lot of the perks from it. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, it's, uh, it, but it's still entertaining. Don't get me wrong. It's just, yeah. And, you know, a lot of people are totally for digital now, and so they probably won't feel too bad about it. But, you know, if you if you think about it, yeah, there's, you know, something special is leaving, basically, the, the movie rental experience. You know, we don't have, we had family video. That was the last uh, store around here anyway. Uh, and, and then we had a video warehouse, and those are both gone now. So mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's really sad, but it's cool. It's cool to, to um see yeah how it was birthed. You know, just it's fascinating history. So yeah, great documentary, worth your time. Netflix, check it out. Also like to recommend Mayor of Easttown. This is an HBO Max uh, murder mystery show. It's released weekly. There's two episodes so far. It stars Kate Winslet. Yeah, she plays a detective. She's Effortlessly good in the show because she's Kate Winslet, so and she pulls off American mm-hmm. accent. I don't can't remember the last time she played an American in a film, but I know she has. But yeah, uh, stellar cast and filled with cliffhangers per episode. So that's the only bad thing about weekly uh, releases. But other than that, it's um, it's good. It's really good. So yeah, I strongly recommend that as well. A lot of a lot of great HBO stuff. Mitch, you said you watched. Uh, was it Kong versus Godzilla or vice versa? Godzilla versus Kong. Yeah.
2: yeah, no, that's, it's kind of weird. Cause I, I didn't watch the one before that, but the first uh, Godzilla mm-hmm. I thought was really good. Yeah. Um, was
1: it jarring I mean, though from kind of the first one no. was kind of more realistic. And then the, the one in between, I think it was a King of monsters that kind of got more into what Kong versus Godzilla is, you know, with the technology and all that stuff. It's uh.
2: Yeah, and you kind of get the feeling like uh, like they kind of just said, okay, we're going to take the real fan base and, and make movies based off that. So mm-hmm. I didn't think that this movie was bad by any means. Um, I I probably should watch the second one before I watch this one, but it's not bad. It's uh, I would say it's pretty good. And you probably um, didn't
1: see Kong Skull Island either, right?
2: Yeah, that one I did. Oh, that you did? Okay. First, yeah, that was the newest one to start off the new stuff right
1: yeah you might you might just need those two things obviously there's characters in this new one that were introduced in the last one but yeah you can kind of just pick up wherever i i think i've i've seen some of it i haven't seen all of it but yeah i was just curious if that was jarring to you like whoa this went from (laughs) a depressed you know brian cranston now it's like they have airships and all this other crazy no i don't
2: i don't think so i mean you know they they did kind of go off off the uh, i mean it became more sci-fi and stuff sure. like that so yeah. i thought it was still good though i mean the the action scenes were good Yeah. Um, you know and and so that kept me kept me going yeah um,
1: it's a great movie i mean it's great popcorn yeah. film from what i saw and i know a lot of people are seem to be complaining about the lack of human stories storyline or how it's bad it is yeah you know, it's
2: never been about that it's always just been about who is Godzilla going to kick ass next? You know? Right.
1: Well, I think the first Godzilla there was their first attempt to really have a, you know, a human uh, story with Brian Cranston's character. And then I think, yeah, they kind of just, let's just go full throttle and let's just have monsters fight each other and things like, kind of like Transformers. Yeah. Because Transformers never really got that, I don't think, until Bumblebee in a way, even though that had a yeah. human storyline, but it seemed... Like, they finally got it, you know. HBO Max is a great thing to have right now. They have tons of new movies. Like, we just... Oh,
2: man, is it ever.
1: Mortal Kombat, we'll be reviewing that uh, later on in the show. It's it's one I watch a lot now. So, especially with that that uh, Kate Winslet show that's on there. So. so, yeah, the Oscars were on last Sunday. I don't know if you guys watched. It was kind of odd. You know, uh, last year... I think they usually come out in February. So, last year... They had a ceremony before the pandemic hit, and then this year, it just kind of felt like a lot of people didn't get a chance to see the films or know what wasn't even nominated. Well, uh, like, did
2: anybody know that this was even going on? Because I don't remember any hearing anything about it. It was It was very um, low-key.
1: Yeah, it didn't seem like it was advertised a lot, and I was really hesitant to see it. I was just kind of like out of it, you know, kind of. Tired award show, especially with the virtual one. This was like in person. They kept their distance and they wore masks and things like that. And it was very low key. Right. It wasn't It wasn't even at the Kodak Theater. It was at the uh, Los Angeles Union Station in the Dolby Theater. So it was very, very laid back. I mean, people were still in their gowns and things like that. They made the best show they could, let's say. So it wasn't yeah it wasn't terrible. It's the lowest rated, but they were already going down. There's some highlights, obviously. Uh, Glenn Close, they did like this quiz. Uh, Questlove was the DJ. They got Glenn Close to do the the butt dance. (laughs) The dialogue they rehearsed prior, but Mm -hmm. the dance wasn't planned. So she just kind of did that. So it's like (laughs) Glenn Close's dance. What the hell?
2: Uh, I didn't even recognize any of the movies on this.
1: Yeah, a couple I did, and luckily a lot of these are on streaming services right now, like No Man Land, uh, that's on Hulu, and uh, Chloe Sal, she won for Best Director, and No Man Land, the picture she directed, won for Best Picture, and she's actually directing the upcoming MCU's Eternals movies. Yeah, the Judas and the Black Messiah was on HBO Max for a bit, and... I guess I forgot it was leaving because these new releases they don't stay on forever, so I missed it. I wasn't able to see that, so I really haven't seen any of the the uh, best picture uh, nominees. So, but yeah, that was that was a cool uh, that was a cool moment. And uh, Anthony Hopkins he won for The Father. He wasn't even there. He didn't really expect to win because Chadwick Boseman was also nominated in that category, and there was other. Uh, people as well. I had a, a probably better chance, you would say. I haven't seen the movie, so I don't know how good his performance was. But um, yeah, he's the oldest person to win an Oscar, at least in the actor category. And uh, yeah, he, ma- he posted a video the next day paying tribute to Chadwick and just simply said he didn't expect to win. That's why he wasn't even there. So yeah, hmm. some people think Chadwick got robbed, but it's like, uh, you know, Anthony Hopkins is a great actor and I love Chadwick Boseman, you know that's great, but you know um, he got nominated at least. So I, I think some people, yeah. some people probably think when someone dies, sometimes they they should get the award, and maybe so. I don't know. <laughs> that's that's for them to decide. But you know he had he, uh, Heath Ledger. He won for Joker, you know, back in the day, and I still wonder if he would have won if he lived, you know. But but I don't think he got. Yeah. I don't think it was. Um, I think it was a justified win. So, and then uh, Daniel Kaluuya, who you know, is in uh, Judas and the Black Messiah, he was also in Get Out and Black Panther. He won, and uh, his speech highlights. It was going well. The speech was going pretty well <laughs> until he said, "My mom and dad, they had sex. It's amazing, man. I'm here, so I'm happy to be alive." And he just, you just <laughs> see your mom. They have a reaction shot. Of her mom, if his mom, just you know, like. I'm so happy, and then she's just like, "What do you say?" <laughs> it was funny, but yeah, it was very laid back, <laughs> let's say. But yeah, um, one of the highlights, other highlights, uh, Tyler Perry, he won an honorary humanitarian Oscar, and he gave a great speech about you know refusing to hate people for you know certain reasons, and it's a very good, powerful speech, and it was trending. So I, you know, I don't, I don't really care for his stuff, but. I do respect him and what he's made. He's made his own studio in Atlanta. And I guess during the pandemic, he made sure his whole staff was, you know, fed and taken care of and they were all given vaccines and, you know, tested and all that stuff. And so he's just, he's given back to the community and, you know, just, just a good person. So, and then the, in the memoriam, you know, that's usually the part where, you know, um, that you know each person gets like their time to shine they went through this thing like warp speed it was so fast it was crazy and they actually ended up missing some people too which happens but yeah I thought that was kind of jarring yeah, I,
2: I heard the Glee fans oh yeah about that
1: yep and the and the lady from Arrested Development she wasn't included it happens and sometimes they don't count certain people I don't know maybe you have to be in a film Uh, Frances McDormand, she won for No Man's Land. She's a quirky actress. (laughs) You just have to see. She just doesn't seem to really care about the award ceremony. She's just kind of an odd, odd person. Not to say she's a bad person or anything. She's a great actress. But yeah, if you watch her on award shows, you, you notice she gets, she's a little out there. So, but she did have a good message. She, she said, uh, you know, please watch our movie on the largest screen possible And one day, very, very soon, take everyone you know into the theater, shoulder to shoulder, in that dark space, and watch every film that is represented here tonight. Kind of just a, you know, hey, the theater's opening back up. Go, go see movies. And I don't know if she's going to pay for all of us to see these films, but that's, that's fine. (laughs) Yeah, overall, yeah. Who was that? That was Frances McDormand.
2: I have to Google her. I feel like I don't know that. Is she the one with the short hair?
1: Yeah, she yeah. She has I mean, short hair uh, now. She's it, in Fargo. Is in Fargo? Yes. Was
2: she in Fargo?
1: Yep. Yeah. Yep, the movie Fargo. Okay, yep. Okay. Yep. And
2: Yeah, she's a little quirky.
1: She is. She is. She's been she's been a lot of things, but yeah. I have to see that film. That's on my list now, No Man's Land. But yeah, there's a lot of great movies out there now on streaming services. So most of these big best picture nominations are there. But yeah, overall, yeah, it was kind of um it's a very low key event and yeah i i i miss the kodak experience the kodak theater you know the big epic scale of the ceremonies but yeah they'll have to they'll have to revive some things you know i know they tried this this year cuz you know the pandemic and things like that but yeah next year i think they'll be back to where they are and hopefully they'll they'll retune the oscars a little bit because the ratings were going down for a while now. They hadn't had a host for the last two years, I think. It's uh, definitely needed, needed to be uh, changed up a bit. But, yeah, the the big thing that was jarring was they didn't... They usually end the, the night with best picture. And they didn't do that this time. They did best actor. So <laughs> Anthony Hopkins' win was the last award for the night, which was just odd because uh, it just didn't feel like a finale, you know. That's pretty much the highlights. You there?
0: Hey, sorry, brother. That. Was... That's okay.
1: That's all right. You're on a secret mission. It's okay.
0: Yeah. Gaming news that I've got. Okay. So um, all three items come from the same company, unfortunately. Days Gone 2 has been canceled. Uncharted oh. 5 will no longer be done by Naughty Dog. Oh. And speaking of Naughty Dog... They are remaking The Last of Us, which Hmm. nobody asked for. Oh, the game they are? This is true. Yes. What? They're remastering and
1: remaking the first game. Are they kind of maybe put both the first and second game, merge it in a way, or is it very early stages?
0: It's early stages, but what it sounds like is a lot like uh, what Sony did with the first Spider-Man game. Where they uh, they went back and redid the character model to look more like Yuri Lowenthal.
1: Oh yeah, I remember that controversy. Yeah, yeah.
0: So I (sighs) think what they're going to do, um, since the new uh, since the new series is going to be coming out, yeah, I I think they're going to make uh, Joel look more like uh, um, Pedro Pascal. Pedro Pascal,
1: yeah. Ah, so that's the strategy.
0: I think that's what's going on, but there's not a lot of news coming out with it.
1: Well, that'd be good for Pedro. So. He'll get some money, right? Residuals. Well, <laughs> well, yeah, but it's like But I get it. Yeah, yeah. That's kind
0: of I stupid. Mean, it, it's kind of like remaking Star Wars Episode Four. Yeah, like
1: it's already
0: you know it's already perfect. Like, why would you redo it?
1: Yeah. Well, I mean, so I'm sorry I haven't played the second game, but is there not going to be a three? Or is oh, it Oh
0: you're you're not missing out much by playing the second game. The second game's is trash.
1: Is it? Okay. Yeah. Really? That's a shame. And when did that come out?
0: Not too long ago. Ouch. Um I wanna say I wanna say late twenty 2020, twenty, early twenty twenty one. Wow. But don't quote me on so that. So they're pretty dude.
1: much ready to erase it in a way. <laughs> they're like, it didn't
0: happen. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, it's kind of like a it's kind of like a kick in the gut to the uh, the fan base. mean yeah. everyone just thought that like the first one was just a masterpiece. I mean, right. The first one came out with PlayStation Three. Oh,
1: okay, yeah. You know, and
0: then they they remastered it for re release on the PlayStation Four, and that was like you know three years ago that they did that, and now it's like they're they're remaking it all together. Like, yeah. Yeah, that's or, a, yeah, that's a,
1: that's a money grab for sure. They're just like.
0: Yeah. So we'll, we'll see. Uh, I mean, maybe they're, maybe they're trying to update it for PlayStation 5. Um, but it sounds like a, it sounds like more of a remake than a remaster. Maybe so, they should just
1: remaster the second game, you know, like add shit to it and, or whatever
0: maybe uh, they Maybe this should just be like, oh no, the second one was a dream sequence. There you Here's go. A real story.
1: There you go. Update it. Update it but, to include a dream.
0: Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> It'll be like Dallas, be like the end of Dallas that one season where it was like, no, it's a dream. Yes, he's,
1: he's in the shower. Yep.
0: <laughs> the game's oh, yeah. in the shower. <laughs> it's just Joel is really alive. He didn't die.
1: It's just the box in the shower. Like, hey, like what, what kind of acid did I use oh, last night? Gosh. Jesus. That's a shame. Yeah,
0: that's really shocking. Wow. Yeah. That's bad. Well, well not only that, but uh, Uncharted 5 is going to be done completely by a different company. Um, and uh, the the character actor for Nathan Drake has no idea what's going on with it. So he hasn't even been <laughs> approached to reprise the role. So... Wow. That's kind of a bad deal. Well, then how does... Especially with the... Yeah, sorry. Well, especially with the, uh, you know, the Uncharted movie coming out. Right. Very shortly. Right. Maybe that's the reason why. I don't know, but uh, we'll see. Maybe Sony's just having an off year and somebody had a stroke and it (laughs) just kind of, you know, makes itself at some point.
1: Yeah. Well, maybe they'll just turn everything over to MCU, like you know, like, like the Spider-Man films and things right. like that. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's um, man, that's crazy. So like, is this is this company well known that it's going to? Like, do they do good well,
0: stuff? Well, it's a it's a Sony developed company. Oh. I think. It's not. Uh, it's being kind of developed by like an offshoot company from Sony, uh, from Naughty Dog which naughty dogs the one that's been making it since, you know, Uncharted 1 however oh many years ago that came out.
1: So they probably wanted too so, much money or some crap like that.
0: Well, it, it's kind of like when you have an established series, you mm-hmm. know, it'd be like uh it'd be like a Batman, you know, franchise being developed by like uh oh let's say instead of Warner Brothers it was developed by, you know, New Line Cinema or something mm-hmm. like that. Yeah, yeah. Yep. yep. You know, it's it's something kind of along those lines. It's like, well, it's not broke, so why are we fixing it? <laughs> right. Yeah. But you know.
1: Yeah, that's that's crazy. Yeah, I don't know what they're the hell they're thinking there. Uh, so, do you, well, I mean, we probably don't know, but do they do they hand over? some files or do they have to start from scratch this new company with
0: the whole um, game? World? I mean, it, it kind of depends with the intellectual property. I mean, if they yeah. can reuse, you know, or, you know, I don't know if they can like take what they've got and tweak it. Or if they're just going to start from scratch, it's not really known yet. But Right. So it's kind of like the, the bad news coming from this company is that, you know, days gone wasn't, very well received which i um i just recently started playing that on playstation 4 because it came out um i think it came out for free on uh playstation plus this month and it's for for anyone who hasn't played it i mean it's not you know it's kind of like saying that uh you know it's like kind of like taking a a movie property that's well known and saying that it's not Oscar worthy, but mm. it's, um, yeah, it's kind of like the best way I can describe it is like sons of anarchy meets the walking dead. Oh, you know what? Yes. It's, I saw that gameplay once. Yeah. And, and it's amazing. I mean, it. it is very formulaic in the way that it plays. Yeah. But the story of the game is very much like the very end of the story is very much a cliffhanger. Nice. And to know that they're not doing a, uh, you know, a sequel to it yeah. is kind of disappointing. And then they're on the same page. They're like, but we're remaking The Last of Us. Asked for. It. <laughs> so it's like, yeah, OK, I, I don't get it. Was that to cheer whatever. you up? <laughs> I, I don't know. It, it's kind of like saying, yeah, we're not going to grandma's house, but instead we're going to the dentist. <laughs> yeah. Right, You know, (laughs) they got new toothbrushes. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Hey, you're going to get a crappy toothbrush and you're going to ache for a week. You can pick a toy.
1: (laughs) Put a He-Man's head on a Ninja Turtle. (laughs) (laughs) Oh gosh. Oh man.
0: But, uh, yeah, that's the, that's the big news with gaming. There's really not a lot going on with gaming other than the fact that, uh, Friday the Thirteenth fans are going to be disappointed. The final patch for Friday the Thirteenth game is coming out in November, and that's the last patch the company's going to do. Oh wow!
2: No kidding.
0: Yeah, um, there was a big, uh, and that's like a totally a totally other story we could get into. But uh, so the the guy that basically wrote the script for the first Friday the Thirteenth film. Um, like 40 some odd years ago was paid you know like ten thousand dollars and that was basically like hey give us all the rights to it and everything like that well he ended up taking like you know shawness cunningham and and all them to court and being like well this is a popular thing now i want more money (laughs) so this uh this company that totally did a kickstarter to to raise money for this game like basically was told yeah you can't develop any new content for it so it just kind of uh, you know cuz they had
1: to pay the original guy
0: yeah so so basically it was kind of like uh you know i mean and this this game like they went it was a kind of a smaller development company but they got involved with uh with Kane Hodder who played Jason they got yeah. involved with Tom Savini who Created, you know, a lot of the looks for Jason, and they were just basically told, like, yeah, you can't produce any new content for it. Man, what a shame! It's pretty much there. I mean, you can still like play it like privately, but they're going to shut down like a lot of the servers and stuff like that come November. Wow, Uh, that's crazy. So that sucks.
1: Yeah, well, when it first launched, it had a lot of bugs. Right, they had to work
0: out. It did. Um, but it was, it was also, you know, they were like, well, we're, you know, a small development company. They were kind of like the, the guys that made Among Us. Okay. You know, they were a very small development company. They were doing this completely crowdfunded and, uh, you know, they were getting a lot of support from the, the fan base, Yeah. you know, to make more content and make it better and stuff like that. So, I mean there are still bugs that exist in the game right now and they're going to fix those and then they're pretty much just going to bow out. And sure. Say that's all we're doing and we're going to work on bigger and better things that we actually control. Well, oh,
1: so, I mean it's probably the best There was a, wasn't there a Jason game before this one like years ago. A long time ago for the NES, yeah. So this is the best best Jason game ever.
0: <laughs> hey, well, yeah. Look I mean, on the positive I mean, side, yeah. Really, it's like the second Jason game right. to ever be made. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, I mean, they're both like, you know, they both had a very um, hardcore fan base. And, I mean, everyone loves the Friday the 13th mm-hmm. franchise. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're still thinking of, you know, remaking and rebooting and blah, blah, blah. You right. Know, with the with the original property and everything. So, it's oh, yeah. kind of a sad... It's kind of a sad, uh, kind of a sad day, but uh, at the same time, I mean, I think this uh, this company is going to work on bigger and better things. And Gun Media is looking to, uh, which is the company that produced this game. They are right. uh, looking to kind of expand from that and maybe, you know, make a property that they 100 percent control and. Maybe that'll be better for him in the long run. We'll see.
1: Yeah, I mean it's unfortunate, but at least they got to make the game. And yeah, Kane Hodder did like a lot of motion cap. I think he was at our con here, and uh, that was one of the questions he was asked in the audience. And yeah, he said he got to. I think he got to put on the blue leotard thing. You know how they do it, capture him.
0: Yeah the the whole like mocap suit. With yeah, the, it looks like a blue unitard with yeah. like ping pong balls on it yes pretty much but
1: yeah yeah yeah. he
0: did he was really excited for it because he's like man this is gonna be an awesome opportunity like you know yeah i mean you could play as like every jason right from every movie it was about and they had plans to like release you know jason x and like the oh my gosh. the spaceship from the grant from <laughs> you know jason in space and yeah yeah and they couldn't get they couldn't get that done because they you know uh... were in a lawsuit for the rights and all that so that's so crazy
1: because the whole original concept um i think it was like a you know talking about the movies of course uh, it was a halloween ripoff pretty much i think there's i mean it's got there's so much history with those films i actually watched the documentary on youtube it's it was free and it was like it might have been like four hours long or so maybe longer and it just talked about each film is really fascinating you know just how they they changed it up you know well
0: and i mean and, and it's funny to look back on it now with like the the very first friday the 13th you have like people that were then unknown like kevin bacon like that was yes. one of his first yeah. film roles i think and not only that but uh the first film i think was supposed to be um the series continuing on from that was just supposed to be Pamela Voorhees. It wasn't supposed to be Jason at all, right? And then I think uh, it was by the third one where he finally got the hockey mask, and that became kind of his iconic look and right, everything like that. So I don't know.
1: Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, because you know there's a great market for taking these little properties and making video games out of them. And you get to play with the whole universe, you know, like they, they tried that a long time ago and I can't remember if it, if it was successful. I loved it, but they did from Russia with love, um, Sean Connery's second bond film. They did that as a PS2 game. This was a long time ago, obviously. Yeah. And yeah. he recorded, he recorded dialogue. Of course he was much older, so it didn't, <laughs> it didn't really match how he looked. But it was still cool to play that movie out and just to imagine, like, you know, if they had, like, a Freddy game, the same concept. I mean, there's so many things you could do. It's just unfortunate. Yeah, because, yeah, they're going to have to pay these uh, residuals to everybody. And, yeah, if you crowdfund something, you're going to probably... Yeah, I mean, no one will probably do that again, maybe, because it's like, well, we're going to have to crowdfund ten grand for the original creator to pay him off, and then we can... Get into the game itself and if we want to add on to well, it man. we're gonna have problems
0: yeah i mean there was even one of the one of the counselors that was added to the game um i want to say it was like they they donated like this guy donated like a thousand dollars five thousand dollars something like that and actually got put into the game <laughs> that's cool like, oh, wow. had his likeness put into the game so it's kind of like um, I mean, there was just a huge, huge fan base with this and Tom Savini even made like his own exclusive Jason for this. Oh, that's cool. Uh, for this game, which was like, kind of like a, kind of like a devil, um, uh, ghostwriter kind of look. Ah, oh. it was really, it was really cool. Like he had a big pitchfork and he was like on fire and nice. was like, Jason from hell pretty much. But, yeah. Um yeah, I mean, I guess uh, you know, in the meantime we can all just wait and see if they put yeah, more Jason characters into Mortal Kombat, I guess. Oh, there you go. Well, yeah, I mean, at least we got what we
1: got, you know, with that, with this game and Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I've seen, you know, 515 gaming, you've you've released some videos on it and that was very entertaining and
0: um, Yeah. And I mean, it's, I mean, you can, from a, from a gamer standpoint, you knew it was a dead game. I yeah. mean, once the, you know, once the lawsuit started happening, the yeah. player base started dropping off and going back to, you know, Dead by Daylight, which is a very, very similar concept mm. game, but. Right, right. Um, Yeah. I mean, it, it was kind of unfortunate because it was, it was one of those few games where the the developers were, very dedicated to it, making it a non-toxic environment. You know, they removed like team killing and stuff like that wow. very early on. Like they, you know, they wanted it to be like a cooperative thing. You're like five or six people versus Jason. You know, you're all trying to escape, so they wanted it to be very cooperative.
2: And mm-hmm. um, that's no. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I have mean, to it's kill somebody to get rid of your. You know, you gotta you gotta protect yourself. Yeah, what's the little speed bump going to hurt anybody? No.
1: <laughs> could I could no, have I, a young Corey Feldman running around in a little yeah. Jason outfit?
0: Oh man, they—I mean—they had some of the like classic counselors from the, they from did. the series on there too. So, um, could have got Kevin yeah, Bacon mean, back. <laughs> yeah, uh, Bacon. I mean, the game's still going to be available. You can still do private yeah. matches, stuff like that. But as far as like the. The public online lobbies and stuff that's going to go away in november
1: that's so, a shame damn it
0: unfortunate well but uh look at october
1: with you know, it maybe, though right halloween season so at least you got yeah. that
0: well and, and the good thing is they've unlocked uh the devs have pretty much made it you know double experience points and stuff like that so i mean for the the rest of the people that are still left for like the hardcore fan base it's a good sure. it's a good thing it'll be a good send-off you know but it's still a very bittersweet moment.
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah, it's too bad, dang it, gosh. Well, it'd be one of those cult classics, so it'd oh, be yeah, it'd yeah. be worth something. <laughs> I got a copy. So. It'll
0: yes, be like the Rocky Horror Picture Show, where like you know they'll have midnight gameplay parties at like there you go, you know, like a some drive-in. random theater in town, and everybody can go in and play it or something. I don't know. That'd
1: be fun. That'd be fun. Sponsored by Five One Five Gaming, right?
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> joined by five, joined by 515 gaming maybe not sponsored I'm not quite that <laughs> not, not quite that well off with the channel yet we'll see
1: yeah that would be something if he did that yeah that would be crazy but yeah maybe maybe this coming Halloween we can uh, collaborate and uh, maybe do one of those videos maybe Bill can chase us around and kill us vice versa that'd
0: be fun <laughs> there we go
1: each each character we have we have to have like a, a voice for it or certain characteristic <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> like oh shit <laughs>
0: Oh boy!
1: <laughs> do it for the kids right oh, do it for the God. kids yes yes
0: yeah exactly
1: great finally Mortal Kombat came out 2021 of course 95 already was here yes. and it was good it was good for what it was, it was good. It was good. So, yeah. It was. Um, whoever wants to get started, we can definitely tackle um, the good, bad. And overall, if you want to do it that way, whichever. I know you were doing it a certain way, Bill, when you were reviewing. So, I'll follow your lead.
0: Yeah. Um. So, my biggest takeaway with this is that it is a very good movie without being a very good video game movie. What I yeah. mean by that is that you don't need to know a whole lot about the Mortal Kombat lore going into it. Right. Um, you can you can come into this movie completely new to the Mortal Kombat franchise and know by the end of it what you're you know what's going on. I mean, it's not something like it's it's got the Easter eggs in there, it's got the fan service, but it's not 100 percent like tongue in cheek you know right yep like if you don't if you don't if you haven't been following it you know since 1995 then <laughs> you don't know what the hell's going on but uh that being said there's a lot of really good stuff with it um there's a, r- a lot of good fan service in this in yes. this movie a lot of good easter eggs we got five game uh specific fatalities like taken directly from the game yeah that's right so was that was that was super cool
2: Luke uh Luke Hang's um uh, um hat where it saws that person in half. Yes. Um, oh
0: Kung, yeah, Kung Lao. Yeah,
2: Kung Lao, sorry. That was, that good. was oh, badass. I'm not gonna lie. That was badass. I mean, that was everything badass. about that character was spot on from the game. I mean the way he appeared, um, all of his actions and all that stuff. I mean, if there was ever a true to to uh game to movie, that was it. I mean, just he stole oh, yeah. for me.
0: Yes. Kung Lao was amazing. Yeah. I mean, he, he had that a little, he had that, you know, the prowess like martial arts wise, but he was still a little bit cocky, which is what he is in the, in the game too. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, for sure. And, uh, I saw, um, what Jonah put on Facebook where he was like, there was six moments that he counted <laughs> where he, he yelled out, fuck yeah. Yeah, during the movie. Yeah, and yeah, I mean, I I pretty much agree with them. I can probably guess what those moments were. Yes. Um, yeah. but yeah, I mean, let's. Uh, I don't know what you want to go into first, Josh. Like, you want to go into the good or the bad, or yeah, let's
1: let's do the good. I guess. Um, yeah. Okay. I, I want to just say the first seven minutes, which they released ahead of time. Epic loved it. Oh man, what oh, a God. what a build up to what the hell we're getting into. Like
0: just I mean, the guy that, I mean, granted there's probably stunt work involved and stuff like that. But the guy that played Scorpion was 58 years old. Are you shitting me? He's 58. No. What? No. And I'm like, wow, this guy, like he was, (laughs) I mean, I saw the bags under his eyes, but shit, 58. Yeah. Put that in perspective. he was the best actor in the entire movie. Roger Moore was 57
1: for his last James Bond film. So put that in perspective. You could not see
0: yeah <laughs> totally different well, and i mean <laughs> i mean like i said i don't know like what he does stunt wise if he right. has people do stuff for him or not right but, um wow the last we saw that actor was in endgame
2: wait i correct? thought it was
0: wolverine oh you're right was he was he the one that was in Endgame that was fighting uh Ronin slash Hawkeye? I
1: think he was. He's familiar to me. Yeah. So I know he's done other things and forgive me, I should know, but um he's definitely uh well known in his community, his fan community. Right. Oh um, yeah. I mean both those guys are like really good martial artists, I think, and Yeah, I know when I watched, like, the behind, the making of, they definitely wanted to capture... They wanted the fight sequences to be genuine in this film. I think they pulled it off. It's
2: Well, and the guy that got to play Sub-Zero was spot on, too.
1: Oh, man.
0: Oh, definitely.
1: Jesus. He was
0: really good. Scary.
1: I mean, it was... I mean, the ones in 95 were, I think, scary, too. But, um, yeah, this guy definitely had a presence, like... Holy shit! Like just you know, like like I said, the first seven well, minutes, like, woof, this guy is no good.
0: <laughs> and the thing was too, like, with the the game itself, there wasn't a whole lot of backstory, but the backstory that there was present in the game was around Sub Zero and the Scorpion. Yeah, Which weren't they brothers? To be.
3: Um,
0: so they were from rival clans. And, oh, uh, okay. That's subs, right. Sub Zero's clan basically wiped out Scorpion's clan. Ah, okay. Like. They they kind of fleshed it out a little bit more in the 2000 the 2011 uh, game when they like kind of re- did a soft reboot right yep. They kind of fleshed it out a little bit more but like it was essentially like there were two rival clans and Sub Zero ended up you know murdering Scorpion's clan and his family and he okay. wanted to take vengeance so he made a deal with the devil basically to come back as a revenant or a spirit or whatever you want to call it. So yeah, that was that red
1: cond um, was introduced in this film then.
0: Yeah. I mean, well, that's been that's been part of the lore since the first Mortal Kombat. Oh, game. all right. Cool. So, um it's just been kind of slowly expanded on with different games and things like sure. that, but um yeah, I thought like that was my main selling point was I wanted to see the I wanted to see that rivalry like in film and i thought it was really good oh it was yeah for sure um yeah i mean just the even the effects like from the very start of the movie when you see him like kind of forming the frost on his hands and stuff like that it was yeah. like um it looked you know it wasn't like cheap no you know power, power rangers cgi it looked <laughs> not like at it all was actual like genuine you know icicles forming on his skin yeah i
1: mean they they put money in this special effects looked incredible like realistic as hell and um kano he was great
0: oh man kano stole the show he did and there's this funny memes all
1: over the internet
0: i um kano to me was like kind of what deadpool was to what what deadpool would be if he was in an x-men movie oh sure yeah. You know, I, I think like just the little quips and stuff like that and just the little one-liners and, oh. you know, they made him very close to his character in the game. I kind of miss just, him like, being built. Coffee, like, yeah. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. It's just his physique, I mean, that, but the guy, he made up for it
1: with like, he was great. He was fantastic. Yeah. And their powers, I mean, like that was interesting how he got his powers after learning you know studying it and it wasn't just something he had of course you know off off camera he could have discovered that well it was more like it was more like hardware with um the 95 version and probably the original version of kano right with
0: the eye yeah it was actually like a cybernetic yes yes and it i don't think it was i think it wasn't until mortal kombat 3 like the game where he actually was able to shoot lasers out of it or whatever. Oh, okay. Sure. Sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know the whole, like, you know, unlocking your freaking superpowers or whatever. That felt a little weird to me. I mean, it was good and bad. Yeah. Um,
2: it at least explained
0: things a little bit. Well, yeah, I mean, it it, it made sense from a standpoint of like, you know, just having these random regular people like shooting fireballs and stuff. (laughs) Yeah. You can't just throw that in there and be like, "Oh, I've been doing this since I was a kid." Oh, I'm in, mean, you All know, right. I'm I'm the Mortal Kombat version of an X Man. Well, and it, yeah. it, it connects um, well with the
1: uh, first seven minutes too. Like you kind of get like how they got their powers in a way. It's probably a little different, but you know, like yeah, the lore they they established. You know, you have this symbol on you. You yeah, you have to study and master your ability, whatever it is.
0: The whole, like, what did you think of the whole, like, if you kill somebody, you take their symbol kind of thing.
1: Is that a brand new thing in the lore? Do you know? Or? That's,
0: yeah. I mean, that's nothing that's been in the game. Like, as it was far basically, them,
1: obviously, we're going to, we're spoiling here, and I'm sure a lot of people have seen this, and I'll warn. Oh, in the, spoiler in the alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. But, you know, <laughs> they, they're like, Sonya Blade, you know, <laughs> she has to be, she has to be one of them. So how can we get her to be one of them? Like, why wasn't she just one of them to begin with? But I get it. So, you know, she had to kill Kano yeah. to get it. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's kind of... It's interesting. Uh, you know, when like when the baby was taken at the beginning, I really thought the, um, the... Oh, gosh. Oh, shit. Liu Kang, I thought that was the descendant, the baby. And I'm like, how did he go... Like, did Raiden take him to Man. the future? Like, why? But he didn't, because he's a he's a descendant of many descendants, and they all have that symbol. So it's like you're born you're right. with it, or you obtain it if you kill someone. It's kind of like Highlander <laughs> rules, I guess. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's, oh, it's, it's I interesting. Um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about that, because, yeah, you were just fighters before, weren't you? Without any, yeah. uh, any uh, calling card or <laughs> whatever. Yeah, like there's.
0: Uh, yeah, I mean the, the fighters are all like hand selected by their the person, you know, in charge of their realm, which in this case would have been Raiden.
1: Right. So he didn't but select them. It was just something else, right? It was
0: just kinda like, Oh, you have this symbol? Cool, you can be with the cool kids.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's like what's Raiden do then? <laughs> Nothing. He doesn't do anything. <laughs> no. Uh, yeah. I did appreciate his eyes always glowed. Like I like that shit. I hate Oh, him. that
2: was Yeah thank God they finally did something like that felt right. You yeah.
1: Know? Now, if he was like Brad Pitt, obviously they're going to like show his face entirely, but I did appreciate like they never stopped glowing. And I like that stuff. Like that's, that's a lot. I think a, that's cool.
0: The one thing I will say this, and, and I mean, I've been excited for the cast for this movie for yeah, ever cast. since they released the cast list on it. But the, uh, the actor that portrayed Raiden, I think, did a tremendous job on it. Yes. Um, you know, he was uh, – he wasn't just like this goofy character like Christopher Lambert's Raiden. Yeah. You know what I mean? He was like – he had this air about him that you knew he was, you know, he was secretly a badass, but he's kind of staying on the sidelines letting people kind of develop themselves. Right. You know, Um so I mean that was cool. I loved that. Um, man, the uh, the one thing that I love that they did with this movie, and it wasn't, they didn't even have an actor behind it, was Goro. Yeah, that was. Oh, did you cool. like that? I loved Goro. I mean the in in the '95 <laughs> movie they did uh, it was a puppet. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. You know, I mean, which you could very well tell. It looked like something out of Jim Henson's creature oh, show, yeah. But, well, they were
1: supposed to um, show more of that fight. And it the puppet broke or something. It couldn't work. So that's why it was yeah, so quickly absolutely. done with.
0: Yeah, it was... Uh, they had to do, it with, like, certain angles and yeah. things like that. And close-ups. and Which was really kind of dumb. But... Um, yeah. No, I thought, like... I mean... Obviously it's, it's obvious CGI, of course. I mean, yeah, I think it,
1: I think it was done well. I mean, it's not Thanos great, but it's, it's close.
0: Yeah. I mean, I thought it was good. I kind of like, there was, there was some points where I was kind of like, that was the fight. That's it. <laughs> yeah that thing where it's yeah. like, you know, there's no real tournament with it, which I kind of is, o- which kind of is okay. I mean, it's kind of like street fighter. Like, how do you make a movie out of that? Yeah, yeah. You know yeah. I mean, when That's there's right. no like story behind it, and it's just like a bunch of people fighting, so you have to kind of like give them a reason to fight, I guess. But uh, yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, no, the, I, the lack of tournament I, I was kind of odd. I like the Goro fight. It was, I mean, Goro's supposed to be this intimidating, like scary character, and I think they did that really well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. Where he was almost kind of like the predator. You know what I mean? Like stalking mm-hmm. Cole Young and, and stuff like that. I think that was kind of cool. Um, yeah, I was afraid for Liu Kang's
1: family. Like, that was that was very effective, him having a wife and child. Because I was like, oh, shit, they're going to die. Or or she's going to die. Something. Yeah. So you did feel that urgency, like he wanted to protect them. And then when he went back, I was like, ah, uh, that's not a good idea.
0: <laughs> but I mean, really, like with his... I I don't know. I'm not. I'm going to say this right now because I I love this movie. I'm like 99% in love with this movie. Yeah. There's two things I did not absolutely did not love about it. And one of them was Cole Young. I was not a fan of Cole Young. He was the main character in the movie.
2: Oh, where they kind of made him feel like a descendant of uh, Scorpion. I yeah. thought that when he got his powers that he was going to be Baraka. Um, with the Yeah.
1: The, oh know? yeah, yeah. I yeah, and, I mi- uh, I mixed it up with Lu- I I thought that was Luke Kang. I forgot. That's not Luke Kang. Sorry. I mean, that's why I- Yeah,
0: like <laughs> he's this uh, you know, he's going through this huge conflict the entire movie and when he finally gets his powers, he is Wish.com Colossus.
2: Well, I mean, has yeah. there yeah. has there ever been a a uh, I don't think I've ever seen his character in the game before or has no,
0: no, he, he was totally new to the movie. Oh, really? Um, I didn't know that. I I guess the way I kind of look at it too, is I, I kind of went, you know, I was like, when I left the movie, I was like, I really didn't like him. I really didn't like his, like, you know, getting bronze skin and then like basically being a ripoff of black Panther. (laughs) Um, but then I like started thinking about it. I was like, you know what? He's actually the player. Like that's the character he is in the game. Oh yeah, yeah. You know, uh, like he's he's the play. He's like the guy that was just thrown in the middle of the tournament, and he's like all these other people are established, and he's like trying to figure out what the hell's going on.
1: Well, and he's a quitter so guess to like, begin with. Like yeah, when he he just give up, right? So it was like a testament, like, hey, you got to change your ways. You're destined for this, and then. Yeah, he gets his powers. Yes, yeah, yeah
0: see, I, I mean, thought it was a little too Yeah. it's a little too cliche in that in that regard. Yeah, yeah. Know, like,
1: kind of rushed too, I'd I say.
0: But I think maybe like that was their way of being like, "Hey, this guy is just like you. He doesn't know what the hell's going on. Mm-hmm. He's just thrown in the middle of this thing and he's trying to figure it out."
1: Pretty much. He's our he's our our way in, if you will. That's probably Yeah. exactly so, how he's yeah, portrayed.
0: I could see, I could see him having a diminished role in the second one. Mm-hmm. If the second one, you know, comes to fruition, which I really hope it does.
1: I do too. I think it's um, made decent money so far. So
0: yeah, I mean, time will tell. I mean, especially with Warner, um, there was an article you sent me, Josh, where they were starting to phase out physical media, and I know that's like something different. We'll probably talk about later, but oh, right, yeah, um, yeah. I don't, I don't know if that's any, you know, indication, but I mean, when I went to the theater, it was packed. I mean, for being a socially distanced theater. Right. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, that's that's great to hear. Yeah, because it's definitely so, so I, it's worth it.
0: I really hope it's. Uh, I really hope it develops a a sequel. And I mean, really, I think with this being such fan service and with it being so true to the game into the lore of Mortal Kombat, like I think we almost have the Snyder cut to think for that. Yeah. Yeah. Because it it, because it shows what can happen when a producer is, you know, I mean James Wan is a huge, huge fan of Mortal Kombat. Like it it shows what happens when you've got somebody who's passionate about it and who doesn't have the studio breathing down their neck Mm -hmm. to add more and more and more. Exactly. You know, it's just like uh, it's just like John Favreau with the Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Like he loves the Star Wars property, and it shows in his work. And I think it showed in this. Um, yeah. That being said, though, I did not like Shang Tsung.
1: Yeah, he was kind of weak, wasn't he? Really? <laughs>
0: I, Even though he was, yeah,
2: he was in Star Wars.
0: Um, he was. What was it? He was, he was in, the, guy that was in uh, the Dark Knight. Yes. Yep. Um. I think, aside from the fact that he was just like, he had just really like cheesy dialogue, and he I wasn't
1: really menacing much to me.
0: He he wasn't. He was he wasn't intimidating. He didn't really yeah, you know, strike me as like this powerful force. And not only that, but it looked like he had just gotten done eating like a whole bag of black licorice or something because his lips were like all <laughs> stained and weird. And <laughs> yeah, it was just like. So it's just kind of like, eh, okay. that's a deleted like, scene. Like, I don't know. Like he, I think he would have made a good young Shang Tsung for the second movie. Mm-hmm. I think for the, for the first one, because like the first, you know, in the first game, Shang Tsung's this old guy. He looks like the, the master from kill bill. He's like, you know, oh, got yeah, the yeah. whole Fu Manchu and yep. all that stuff. Like I almost wish they would have recast, uh, Carrie, character- uh, Yuki,
1: yeah the original from 95 yeah.
0: yeah and just put him like in an old like old wig in a fumanchu and been like hey i'm the old shang so you know shit, just make him himself <laughs> him, but, yeah um, yeah but uh yeah he i wasn't crazy about him but that was a very like i don't think i had any real problems with this movie they were all just from a fan standpoint i can sit here and nitpick it
1: yeah,
3: sure, sure. Death, you yeah.
0: know, like the little things that I didn't like. Yeah. But there wasn't any big thing that was like, God, this movie sucks. Yeah. You know what I mean? No, because, yeah.
1: I, I liked it. Um, I'm almost to like loving it level. Um just there were just a few things I thought. Some parts were a little choppy. Uh I didn't like the beginning text because I thought it destroyed the the build up slash reveal, you know, that we eventually got with Sonya Blade, you know. Like I think we yeah, I think could have done without the
0: I think they could have cut that out and been perfectly yeah. fine, and then yeah. we would have like caught up to it when we finally met Sonia.
1: Yeah, that's like the first thing I didn't like for sure. I was just like, uh, ah, that's too much right now. We just got this lovely appetizer. Let's just go into the meal and not the dessert or whatever, however you want to say it. But you know, it just felt like this is a lot to take in. You know, like we just watched these two yeah. dudes fight, and now all of a sudden, like, here you go. Like, what? Just l- let us discover this. You know, gradually, because yeah, there's no tournament in it, which was, I mean, it's fine. It's just getting to know the world. Um, the Shang Sun cheating, maybe that's his character, but that kind of seemed like, well, then how the hell did we not lose our world already if they're now cheating? Like they're just gonna go eliminate the, you know, the yeah. <laughs> the fighters.
0: Like what? Like I mean, uh, I can kind of, I can kind of see it, like. The second one is more where they'd have a tournament. Yeah, for sure. You know, on Shang Sun's island and stuff like that. But yes, yeah, I mean, uh, his whole purpose with it was trying to, I guess, eliminate the Earth Realm warriors before right. yeah he even got a chance to fight. Right, and I liked Which,
1: I liked his realm where he where he was. You know, his throne. Like, oh
0: yeah, the the disp- depiction of Outworld in this was amazing. Yeah, Like they went to like, uh, when they were filming in Australia for this, they went to like, you know, deserts and wastelands and stuff like that to film this. And I think it was really cool. How they Oh, did that's it.
1: nice. Yeah. That's, I that just adds um, richness to it. Yeah.
0: I, I really, in a way, I'm glad they used like the D list villains.
3: Oh, sure. Yeah. Movie. yeah, Right. And, and obviously just
0: kill all the cool. All the cool people, yeah. but um, like, Natara, Reiko, they are like two villains from like the lowest-rated, <laughs> received Mortal Kombat games in yeah, the world, right? You know, and then they have Reptile in the movie, which looks like you know Reese Ifon's, uh lizard from Amazing Spider-Man.
1: Oh yeah, yeah.
0: Like it—it it, didn't—it didn't feel like a Reptile to me. I like—I get it. He's like a Saurian kind of right character but they couldn't have like just put him in his ninja outfit i know he doesn't technically he's not technically a ninja like the rest of them are but like sub-zero and scorpion but you know what i mean right yeah like Like, i was kind of i was kind of like that was a reptile okay yeah
1: i would have preferred him in a ninja or like you know um i don't know maybe I don't know. Uh, the, the most interesting thing about the film, and I I didn't hate the film at all. I I want more. Actually, I want a lot more. Um, they did set oh, up yeah. set up a lot of cool Absolutely. things. Just just a few things. I was just kind of like, you know, uh, let's let's not rush this. It's okay. Let's take our time, uh, especially because there's no tournament in the film. But yeah, Sub Zero versus Scorpion, like the beginning and ending fights, like. Amazing and yeah, if you would have had reptile as someone similar, like that would be even better. Like shit, that would have been cool. But
0: yeah, uh, well, I mean, I I could see them with this movie taking a taking kind of a similar stance that John Favreau did to Iron Man one, mm-hmm. where like you can't just you know it's kind of like with Star Wars, you can't have the Emperor in the first episode. Mm-hmm. Like you've got to build up to him. You know what I mean? Yeah. And this sure. was a very good build up. This was a very good build up film. This got you. Invested in the characters, it got you, you know, interested in the world they built. Yes. And left you wanting more. So now we're all going to be sitting here going like, God, I hope a sequel gets made, and it's not rushed and doesn't have the studio involved in it. I know. That it just continues the momentum they built with this. I I hope so too. From from the standpoint of the Mortal the Mortal Kombat franchise, I think it's a very good way to introduce people into it yeah
1: for sure and it's probably you know it's made by a fan and um yeah i love the ending how they kind of gave you the old music but it's a little different you know um yeah. I, I miss that music that's yeah. so so good but yeah it would it would be very yeah, the, jarring to actually have its original sound you know in this type of toned
0: film oh that but, that's uh i think the ultimate like Fan, you know, geek out moment for me was when Scorpion first appears and they do the like first chord of that song, like dun 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 dun. Oh, dun, yeah. dun. yeah, and he's like, "Get over here!" Like, yes, I was just like, "Fuck yeah, go!" Yeah, it was awesome. Oh yeah. Um, but yeah, it was. uh I mean, Sub Zero dying wasn't that shocking to me because he dies. I mean canonically in the games, he Bihan dies in the first mm. game yeah anyway and then yeah. he comes back as Noob Saibot so kind of like when uh, when Shang Tsung said that whole thing of like death is only the beginning and yes. blah 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 you know it's kind of like and then he like did his little shadow thing and pulled everybody back to Outworld or whatever it's like oh okay is he gonna like resurrect them or what yeah like we'll get Kano like, again maybe <laughs> yeah <laughs> Hey, I want we, more Kano. That'd be without, cool. We can do without Reiko and Natara. Um, <laughs> I was super excited that they brought Cabal into this movie, though. Yeah. He's um I think behind Scorpion and Sub Zero, Cabal is one of my favorite characters in the series. And which one was that? And, I'm uh, sorry. I don't he was he was the guy with like kind of the like gas mask and the hook swords. Oh, I love that guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yes. Like uh he was a really cool character in the game and i really like that they 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 talked about him in annihilation but they actually showed him in this movie i'm like yes finally. <laughs> um but yeah i mean i from a fan standpoint i could i could nitpick about a couple of things like sure. luke kang was just kind of a background character yeah whereas he's like the main character of the game he you didn't know, have the same presence
1: like, as the original like, Luke Kang. He just didn't have that. Oh God, no! He was <laughs> another meme they have out he, there. You should check it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that
0: one is. Oh my God! It's it's a Captain America
1: um, uh, comparison to John Walker. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he was not Robin Shao, that's for sure. Um, but uh, he, I mean, he was still okay. He was just kind of weird. Yeah. Um, But uh, I really like the tease at the end with Johnny Cage. Yes. Like, is that really sequel-baiting worthy? Oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah. I I don't know. I mean, like, in in the newer games, like, Johnny Cage takes more of a central role. Right. Does he? But I've never been a fan of Johnny Cage. Really? You know, when, when you've got, like, when you've got, like, badass characters like scorpion and sub-zero a a guy who's like basically john claude van damme yeah really appeal to you too much you know i mean the it was nice that they had him at the that they teased him at the end because it's kind of like oh hey johnny but but i'd much rather they showed like shao Kahn at the end or something i don't know right right um i mean it's a good thing for the newer fan base i guess yeah because like Johnny Cage is like kind of an over the top personality. So he would kind of be like the next movie is Kano. You know oh, sure. I mean? Yeah.
3: yeah,
0: yeah, Over the top, like right out there personality kind of thing. But well, and I think Mortal Kombat itself,
1: I read this today and uh, I probably didn't like remember all of it, but I think the game series was based off of blood sport and Johnny Cage is loosely Jean-Claude Van Damme basically. So that's yes, that's a right uh, comparison there. So yeah, it's it was yeah, it was uh, created that way. But yeah, maybe yeah. they could have had him walk to the movie set or something. I don't know, and maybe just see his back in the chair. But yeah, I, I get it. Um, I, I love Johnny Cage in the '95 film. I thought that was really effective. But yeah, I mean yeah,
0: Lemon um. I- there was one thing that confused me about this, that Lyndon Ashby, the guy who played Johnny Cage in the, first, the original Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. I think he was supposed to have a role in this movie, and oh. I don't remember seeing him in it. Oh, okay. So I don't know if that got cut or if that'd be like a director's cut kind of thing or something like that.
1: Yeah, maybe. Um, maybe he's the manager of Johnny right. Cage or something. That would be kind of funny. But.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, but I don't, I mean, I didn't remember seeing him in it, but that, right. was, that was the only thing I was kind of like looking out for. I'm like, where is he? yeah um
1: and who who are you gonna cast like i guess you could do an unknown still it keeps the budget down and you know uh, yeah i don't know or who would you i guess fantasy casting who who, what do you think of for johnny cage now
0: gosh um i would almost I i would stick with the uh i would stick with the power rangers casting that they did for Liu kang and I would cast the guy who played the Red Ranger in the two thousand seventeen Power oh, Rangers. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. Stranger Things he as well. Also, he also played yeah, he also played in Stranger Things. Um I can't think of the guy's name off the top of my head. Can either. But
1: he's <laughs> if I know you're talking
0: he's, about he's kind of he's kind of got that like pretty boy look to him. And I think he could pull off like a cocky asshole kind of yeah. kind of thing. Right, right. Um so I mean I think that would work out good, but uh That's pretty good. God. Aside from him, I mean Johnny Cage is kind of like a he's kind of like the Cole Young he's kind of like Cole Young in a way. He's like kind of on his you know last legs and kind of a has been kind of thing. Right. Um interestingly enough, in Mortal Kombat Legacy they cast uh Casper Van Dien as Johnny Cage. Oh no kidding. Really? Yeah, and and I thought he actually did a really good Johnny Cage. Yeah, because I mean he's a he's an older actor, which Johnny Cage actually is in the in the game. All right, and he's like trying to prove to everybody that he's not like a phony, that he doesn't fake his own stuff and stuff like that. Which I mean, that would be kind of a cool callback to Tanchouin's series that he tried to do, if they had Casper Van Dien in it. But then again, I mean. It's availability, it's stunt work, it's stuff like that. But of course. I mean, if we can send Vin Diesel to space for Fast and the Furious 27 or whatever it is coming out, then <laughs> we cool. can do pretty much anything. Steven but, Seagal
1: uh, is, there you go, Johnny Cage. No. <laughs> you take
0: that back right now,
1: Josh. Because he's trying to prove himself. <laughs> he's like, I'm really a fighter, really. Or he
0: just gets uh, taken out of it. He just gets taken out like a bitch in five seconds. That'd be awesome.
1: He's just on a couch. <laughs> they just wheel him in. Oh, that's funny.
0: Yeah. He walks in chewing on a corn dog and gets punched in the nuts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Fatality.
0: Um. No, like the only, um, the only like major gripe that had nothing to do with like fan stuff or like the storyline or anything like that. The fight between Kano and Sonia. Was that really dark for anyone else, or was it just me? Oh, like, you mean, like the lighting? Off. Lighting wise, the lighting, yeah. was terrible. Mm. Yeah, there was a couple fight scenes where it was like so dark, like lighting wise, that I was like, "What the hell is going on?" <laughs> I didn't pick up on like, that. You just turn up the brightness just a little bit when you <laughs> real when you release it on Blu-ray or whatever. Like, I don't know. Um, that that was just like a little nitpick thing that I had. But sure it was so cool I mean the fight that they had was
1: oh, still yeah. Awesome. Oh yeah. Was... you could still
0: kind of tell what was going on but
1: it was intense I didn't I um, didn't catch that I'll, I'll have to watch it again and see if I notice the, the I mean I there. watched
0: it in theaters too so I don't know oh like right was. yeah yeah
1: did, yeah
0: did you watch it on streaming?
1: I did yeah Gosh. yeah okay I you know so, I, I am gearing up to yeah, go back I mean, to the it, theater so eventually I probably will go back but yeah no I, I watched it at home and yeah, I didn't pick up on that, but yeah, I could have missed it too. Yeah. Could have been like, well, this is what they're going for because it's a little darker and I don't know. But no, I uh, I was a little sleepy when I, mean, I watched it, but I, I stayed up because I was like, I want to see this thing.
0: <laughs> I mean, it, it matched the atmosphere. They're like basically <laughs> yeah. fighting in a trailer. Or, yeah. You know, so it, was, it felt like a claustrophobic, really claustrophobic fight, but at the same time, I just kind of wish I would have able to see it a little bit more sure i would just say that don't trust the tomato meter
1: oh i never do yeah what is it is, yeah, it, I, is it bad
0: it's a very it's a very average review it's like a basically a c minus review
1: oh i don't i give it, it in that terms. give it a b give it a b come on
0: say it's by no means a five star movie but i would at least give it three and a half out of Three and a half to
1: four. Yeah, it's, it's still a great 35. time. And it's it's not Annihilation it at all.
0: <laughs> at all. Oh, God, no. Oh, God, no.
1: Yeah. No, and, it it was good. Yeah. I, I enjoyed it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah and it they put really a good. lot of money into it. And it showed. And hopefully, yeah, hopefully they won't, uh, you know, decrease the budget for the next one. That'd be a shame. But especially because uh, you're going to go to the other realms in the next one. And they're, they're going to have to be, just as good or better you know more expanding of everything so yeah
0: well and fingers crossed we don't have a pandemic in the middle of them producing the next one no
1: shit yes you know what i mean yeah
0: that that really hurt the production for this one and yes i mean this is in in reality you look at it this movie has been in production since 2012
1: Uh, yeah yeah right yep
0: it's been an a Mortal Kombat sequel or new movie or reboot has mm. been in development in hell forever.
1: Yeah. I mean, for and, what they, for what they did, I mean, I, yeah, it looked, it turned out great. I think. And it, yeah, maybe a director's cut would, you know, gain more people to enjoy it. I don't know. Um, yeah. I don't really see, yeah, I, I've seen mixed reactions on the internet, but I think mostly been positive, you know, it's, um, yeah, it's not terrible yeah. by any stretch. It's, it's worth watching. I think it
0: was I think it was definitely a good move, um, taking it to an R rating. Mm-hmm. I mean they even had to tone it they had to tone it down to avoid an M C seventeen on this.
1: Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. It's
0: some of the some of the gore and stuff like that. But um a property like Mortal Kombat, I mean you can't just like you know, it'd be like Rambo attacking people with a nerf gun. Like you can't, you know, <laughs> yeah. tone it down. Right. Right. You know, I mean like I think they did a really good job of that. Like the fatalities were amazing. It was like every time somebody hit a fatality from the game, I was just like, "That's amazing." <laughs> and not, not only like not only that, but like seeing him do the moves from the game, like mm-hmm. Sub Zero making the little like ice copy of himself. And yes. Luke Kang doing his little butterfly kick thing, and kind of wish he did the little <laughs> blah, 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 blah thing that he does. in the- <laughs> right game but you know well
1: that's what's nice about these new mean, effects yeah. they can totally do those moves and it doesn't come off like corny or anything it's like that it looks real yeah, like the it, fire he had in his hand like that looked great yeah like I loved how that he illuminated like, things
0: that was really cool mm-hmm. and yeah I mean like they uh I watched a a video earlier today where it was a side by side comparison with the 95. Uh, movie oh sure like you know showing, showing like Raiden's entrance versus you know 95 versus 2021 and I mean really you can't you know CGI wise you can't really compare the two sure but it's amazing to see like I think that now is the perfect time for this movie to come out with just what we're able to accomplish and sure we don't have to make it all cheesy wire work and stuff no. like that like they did in all the you know kung fu movies of the past like we can actually make it look like a live action video game and i think they did really well with that
1: yeah i think so too for sure yeah i i look forward to uh seeing it be more successful hopefully it gets more money coming in and yeah we'll get a sequel cuz yeah they it's just a it's just a tease really you know to what what they can do for a follow up it's going to be just bonkers probably compared to this so
0: it Was a no. very nice appetizer before the main course.
1: There you go, there you go. Yeah. So totally. We'll just agree. hope
0: that James Wan stays on for the sequel. I think they were planning originally to do a trilogy with this. That'd be wise. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, I just love to see what they could do from here. So.
1: Same, same. Yeah. Well, yeah, go check that out, people. Support it. It's good. You'll, you'll have a good time either way don't don't go there expecting like an oscar-nominated film <laughs> like you said you know it's just, oh, no I mean it's it, just pop it's like the, popcorn entertainment
0: it's like the people that went to go see expendables I don't think yeah they were you know right expecting right. oscar worthy performances out of sliced alone and Jason <laughs> yeah Saken, but. You yeah, know, it's just a it's the same thing with this I I'll I say if you've if you've never played a single Mortal Kombat game if you've never watched any of the movies anything like that you'll still be perfectly fine watching this just yeah. go into it like it's another martial arts fic, flick and you'll be perfectly okay
1: yeah just just blink for the uh, text at the beginning and just discover it as uh, Sonia tells us again what is going on <laughs> I think that explains it a lot better um, yeah yeah, that's the only thing I didn't that was jarring. I was just like, "Really? We're going right here? Like, come on, baby steps, man." This we're all intrigued, we're all hooked. Like like just yeah. take us out of, you know, nowhere. Or at least maybe the dialogue in the beginning they could have talked about the tournament somehow, but, you know, I don't know. That's just the only that's the biggest nitpick I really have is just like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, what's going on? This is <laughs> you know, I just felt like they could have handled yeah. it better. But like you said, it took place. I mean, they filmed it during the pandemic, put it together during the pandemic. So maybe there was a, a better plan. But they obviously were like, well, we got to release this thing. It's got to make money. So let's just put this in there. It's fine. And, you know, you get over it. It's not like it ruins the movie for you. You know, you, you still you are still on the you know, you are still on the ride to yeah. Discovery. So,
0: yeah, it does. It does take you out of it. It does take you out of the movie a little bit. Yeah. Um, Especially right after seeing the opening scene with Scorpion and Sub-Zero. It does take you out of the movie. But, um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's 10 seconds of the movie that – 10 seconds out of a two-hour-plus movie that yeah. really, I think, is, is pretty well done.
1: Like, so. how I would have done it was, like, Raiden, he teleports out of that place. Mortal Kombat, which is probably similar to what we saw – but then boom go right into you know this dude who's got the symbol and he's fighting all that shit like that would have been great but yeah I'll edit yeah. I'll edit it myself and
0: <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> just close just hit the hit the 10 second forward button on your there you go on your Roku remote or whatever you got right call it good
1: yes yes it's a popcorn uh, minute just uh have a little snack and uh Exactly. Tune right back in. So, yeah, that, that's good stuff. I, I'm going to see that again because it'll leave HBO Max very soon. And But, of course, the theater will be there for a bit, I hope. And, it, you know, uh, Warner Brothers really, I think, delivering some good popcorn flicks. You know, you got Kong versus Godzilla. Like, those get people to the theaters. And I know that one's made a lot of money. And they haven't even gone overseas yet, at least to, like, China. So, I'm sure these two films are going to be, like, very successful over there. So, yeah. Let's hope.
0: Oh, yeah. There's there's a huge fan base for Mortal Kombat in, in Asia alone. Sure. So I think like Japan, China, you know, stuff like that. If Markets like that, it's going to do really well. Absolutely. So uh,
1: The Falcon and Winter Soldier. You know, this is the big Sam Wilson, Bucky Barnes team up television show. Well, not really TV show. Forgive me. Uh, DC or TC. Holy shit. Disney plus Ooh. show. I know what, You're what's going fired. on. I, yeah, I guess You're so fired. Good thing. They don't pay me for this. <laughs> Take my clip on tie off now and throw it at them. There no you go. <laughs> Disney plus series. You know, we just, we had WandaVision, which I think was, was good. And um, yeah. Yeah. Falcon and winter soldier. What, uh, what were your overall thoughts of the show?
0: The first thing I, I want to say about this, because there's a lot of people that are like, oh, well, it wasn't as good as WandaVision or, oh, it was better than WandaVision, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. You got to understand that, like, the Marvel properties are just like any other property. They're just like books or just like movies, like music. There's different genres mm-hmm. within it, you know? Yes. like, Like, um, you know, Guardians of the Galaxy is like a sci-fi comedy wandavision was like fantasy this is more like kind of an action drama kind of thing mm-hmm. so you can't really compare you can't really compare them you know they're they're different genres you're gonna you're not gonna have like all the superpowers and stuff like that that you have in like you know wandavision but i will say like this was really well done and it was really grounded and i really like that about this mm-hmm. and uh I really hope that um, Kevin Feige and the, and the people of Marvel can continue the momentum with the MCU. Um, th- this was really good, especially from the standpoint of somebody who's been, um, you know, been a veteran. Yes. It uh, it, it kind of gave me that, like, little bit of nostalgia that way, you know. Sure. Like, well, you you want to do what's, what's right for your country. You want to serve your country. But you've also got these obligations at home t- and, like, to your family and stuff like that. And, uh, I think that part of it was really good. Um, I think that it was perfect the way they did it with six episodes where it was kind of just like short little segments, Mm -hmm. you know, they were able to, to compress all of this story into this little amount of, you know, episodes that they produced. And, and I think it was really well done.
1: Yeah. It's like, you know, uh, I think a lot of people who aren't in the military, you know, think in a way like the Avengers, like it was interesting when Sam, you know, he comes back home, right? And he's a hero, you know, <laughs> you, you know, anyone who volunteers their, their selves to, to serve the country like that, you know, I think is a hero. And, um, you know, it's, it was amazing that he came back, uh, from avenging, if you will, and he had financial struggles like i think a lot of people who serve do and it was it was hard it was like really he didn't get paid (laughs) Tony stark to you know like he didn't have a salary or anything like you know he just he was trying to get a bank loan and they were interested in his celebrity but they still weren't going to help him you know and i thought that was like i was like man that really sucks like Shit, I got all these movies I can show you he, you know, what he did. <laughs> why, Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people are like Tony Stark's a dick, like he could have paid them, you know, some wages or something, <laughs> but yeah, I just um yeah, it was Well, I think Go ahead, sorry. Oh, go ahead. No, you're fine.
0: I was going to say like without being too overly preachy or being too like PC or woke, mm-hmm. you know, I guess um It touched on a lot of issues that, you know, um, that somebody like, like with Sam's background would deal with. Yeah. You know, it kind of dealt with like a little bit like the race in there, like kind of dealt with, you know, the poverty issues and and things like that. Like, you know, I, I I think it was kind of a good way of humanizing the character. Mm -hmm. Sure. Instead of just making him a comic book. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah, exactly. Like, instead of
0: just making him, like, you know, this superhero who goes off and does all this stuff. And it's like, these are things you don't really think about. Like, how does Spider-Man pay his rent? Right. You know what I mean? Yeah,
1: exactly. So. Yeah. um, Yeah, I I definitely appreciate that. I thought it was
0: really well done. I think it was, uh, yeah.
1: Yeah. I I, I think it
0: was good. I can't wait to see what else they're going to come up with.
1: Right, right. Yeah, I mean. Yeah, with whole Sam's family, you got to see them, and um, Bucky's trying to make amends. That was really uh, heartfelt. Where you know he's hanging out with that that Asian dude, who I thought was maybe one of the uh, ha- uh, Howling Commandos. I thought that would have been kind of a cool reveal, but then you know he killed his son, so he was basically trying to work up to telling him. And, uh, so I definitely, yeah. I definitely got that. Like, you know, he's pretty much going to end that friendship <laughs> once he tells him. but you know, he had a shrink and, um, that was interesting. I thought, uh, you know, he was trying to basically, he got the okay by the government, like, Hey, you're, you're back with us. And, you know, we're going to, we're going to take care of you. Um, he's basically getting more taken care of than Sam was, I guess, you know, you, you could say, um, that's yeah. what's, that's what's shocking. is like, and I, I get that's probably the beginning of them tackling you know racism right in this world. Mm-hmm. You could say that, or or maybe wasn't, but um, I did I did not mind yeah. them going there. I just it kind of was um, jarring just because the MCU didn't seem like a place that problem still existed. You know, and maybe I was just like naive, but you know, you had James Rhodes who became Iron Patriot and you had nick fury right and then sam himself mm-hmm. um so it was kind of like like you know obviously yeah this issue would exist but it was kind of like maybe uh maybe too preachy for the universe it's in you know like i think it would have been better if it was like subtle delivery <sighs> that, you know yeah and I, like i'm saying like I it, mean, the, it's fine. It reflects our world. I get it. And I'm not denying that happens in our world. It just, it just felt like, you know, oh, the yeah. MCU was kind of like its own thing. And that never really came up before. Of course, you never really had the time to address it. So it's something I don't hate about the show,
0: but I do get
1: criticism about it. You know?
0: Yeah. Um, I mean, the. I don't have any criticism about like the the messages and stuff like that in it. Yeah. Um from a from like a viewing standpoint I guess like the final episode when he's like giving that speech to the sen- to the senators or whatever like that went on a little bit long. It was like yeah. okay, yeah, you made your point. Now you're just beating a dead horse. Yeah, I think that's thing. Like, yeah, I
1: think that's what I'm trying to say like yeah, I think the points were made and they were made well, um, but then just the overly, like, you know, like, all right, we get it, we get it, we get it, you know? Uh, but, you know, maybe also, some people have to uh, hear that, though. I mean, probably should think of that, I guess, you know?
0: Also, though, I think it, it gave us a bigger glimpse into the world of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, Captain America, he's this blonde-haired, blue-eyed Adonis of a man, you know, this white guy, lived in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm whatever and you know he was this big hero to everybody and then they they made this uh they kind of showed well like he was the moral center for bucky and for sam Mm -hmm. and now now he's gone Mm -hmm. you know sam and bucky they already kind of didn't see eye to eye to begin with Uh, the thing that brought them together was steve right and now steve's gone and you know you've all of a sudden like sam's like yeah i don't think i'm worthy of the shield like i don't think i should be the one to carry this i think the legacy of captain america should be just that a legacy Mm -hmm. he passes it on it gets picked up by some random guy and then this ran this random guy turns out to be you know not not even remotely close to being able to to uh you know right keep up with the the facade or whatever that exactly. Captain America portrayed, which I don't think anybody could. I mean, I, I no. don't think that's like, reasonable for anybody. But um, I, I think that was kind of neat how they did that. Um, mm-hmm. They kind of showed like Bucky is. They showed him getting over his brainwashing in Wakanda. I yeah, that, that was, was cool. a
1: great scene. Yes,
0: that was very emotional scene for Bucky. And I thought that was that. Nothing in this, nothing in this show took away whatsoever from the characters. No, no, it it just, it just added to them. It was like that once in a while in the comics, they'll, they'll have a big story arc and then they will go back and show like a side story Mm -hmm. that you never really knew. And I think that's what they're doing with this. Right. And then, you know, Sam and his struggles and then he comes across another super soldier that was basically tortured and imprisoned for 30 years. Right, Isaiah, yeah. Isaiah
1: Bradley, yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, and Isaiah was just like, you could see, he's like, even with all this power, he's still a broken man that was mm-hmm. kind of tossed aside and treated like trash. Because
1: he you know? was experimented on. It wasn't like, you know, Steve's um, experience, you know, like it basically was a group yeah, of them. Just... Yeah, and he just yeah, it was, the one that um, survived.
0: Yeah, so it, it was kind of like... uh I don't know, I get I, I think that just really drove it home with like the amount of pain that these characters have gone through.
1: Right. Yep. Yep. Um, For sure. For and sure.
0: I I think it was important that they kinda of tied it into today's issues a little bit without I mean there were it was a little preachy in some parts, but like the, the flag smashers, I kinda like I kinda like sympathized more with them and with Carly than I did with Sam and Bucky.
1: <laughs> oh right, yeah, That's, yeah. You
0: know, yeah. that makes any sense. I mean, they were they were very, uh, at least Carly was, a mm. very sympathetic villain. It's right. Kind of like, yeah, okay, I, I get why you're doing this. You're just not going about it the right way.
1: Exactly. Exactly like what and Sam said. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I think Sam really wanted to, he didn't want to see it go down the way it did. And the no, he that didn't. She, you know, the fact that she died at the end and he was just like, you know, yeah, the the bad guy was stopped, thank you Captain America, but you know, I don't think she should have been stopped. I think she was right. Mm-hmm. She just wasn't right in what she did.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Um yeah, you know, and he was close how she did it. Right, I mean, and he was close to getting And I
0: think that was that was
1: Yeah. For sure. Yeah, he was he was close to making a breakthrough and then John Walker, you know, had to come on in and disrupt things. <laughs> you know, he's he's a boy scout. He's a, you know, yeah. um and yeah, but I, I thought that was a slap the in the face. Though, like yeah.
0: at, at the same time though, I think it was cool that they just found somebody mm-hmm. in the military who had a good record and had him be Captain America, regardless if he had powers or not. Right. And he had, but he had a lot of
1: PTSD before, you know, he got in there. Yeah. So that's probably why he wasn't, yeah. Steve didn't experience war yet, you know, with his, uh, you know he's just a good guy well, to start with
0: when they went back to they kind of did a throwback to captain america like to before captain america got his powers like with the um with the super soldier serum like erskine told him mm-hmm. you know it enhances what's inside you already yes so good becomes great bad becomes worse right right yeah so i think john walker like just with his Wanting to be the best and not wanting to be a failure became like kind of more of a psychopath. Yeah, just like you know, Red Red Skull became mm-hmm. a dictator, and Steve Rogers became, right, you know, Captain America. Well,
1: and he escalated. But, uh, you know, you understood where he was coming from. You understand? It. You understood his pain. He lost his friend, so I, I drove him over the edge, and then he, yeah. But then he calmed down, so he wasn't completely like a mustache twirling villain or anything. He, like, helped them um, in the end. And he made his own shield, which I'm glad it got dented the hell up, because I was like, how the fuck can this guy make Captain America-quality shields in his garage, you know? like Yeah. Like, what?
0: I mean, I, I almost, like, during the fight and stuff like that, when he's, like, throwing it around and everything, yeah. I'm kind of like... Okay, why doesn't it just hit something? You know, clang and fall to the ground. Yeah, instead of bouncing off. Right. You know, that's not vibranium. It's Mm. basically just scraps out of a garage. Right. Right. I did think that it was cool that he just kind of like, because I mean, that's they they stayed pretty true to the origin of U.S. Agent. Yes. With this, with John Walker, I mean they they treated him pretty accurately to the comics and everything, but
1: yeah i um, thought uh wyatt russell did a great job as a character i mean you know people made fun of him in the beginning because of his he, you know the the helmet i don't think was fitted right to him it felt and maybe that was intentional no. maybe it was intentional but I, it, it felt loose in some spots like it wasn't tight on like evans
0: i think it looked better um as the series progressed mm-hmm. The very first time they showed him in it, it looked like his ears were sticking out too far. Like yes, he had this big very
1: goofy. Yeah.
0: Look on his face. And I was just like, yeah, did they get to play this guy. Gomer Pyle. <laughs> like,
1: what's going on? But yeah, I mean, I think we um, all felt we got slapped in the face by that announcement in that the first episode, you know, with John Walker. You know, Sam just turned the shield in and he thought he did the right thing and um yeah and then of course bucky was pissed off cuz he's like why did you give it up so there's a lot to do with the shield that brings everybody together pretty much um i thought that was i thought that was pretty interesting and um yeah, yeah. um definitely a lot more development uh with baron zemo that was great um yeah they're not not i'm glad they brought zemo back oh yeah and he had the he mask is, and uh... everything and
0: the the mcu has a very poor reputation when it comes to good villains yes uh, of killing them off you know what i mean like for sure um the the thing you want to see somewhere down the line is like dr doom team up with this person and this person to yes make life horrible for these people you know right like you you want to see that in the future and you can't do that if you're killing everybody but <laughs> right um yeah i thought uh the whole Zemo thing it kind of felt like he never really was captured to begin with kind of thing if that makes sense it kind of yeah it kind of had the same feel of like Loki like he was captured because he wanted to be right like he was just kind of biding his time and Mm -hmm. he knew that like at some point something was going to happen to get him out
1: well he was ready to check um, out at Civil War and then Black Panther stopped him so maybe he's just kind of like fresh new look on life like I'm going to have a little more fun here Cause you know, well, if I don't, what the hell?
0: And I, I think what renewed it is that he had, he had kind of that prejudice against uh, superheroes in general. Yeah. But against like super soldiers, which you could relate particular. to. I mean, that, and then that Sam was... and Bucky come to him and say, "Hey, right. guess what? There's more of them." Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, that that's uh, so interesting. Like these villains, you can relate to them. They're not totally bad, you know, but they're not. They're not great either, but it's like, you know, there's a gray area where you're kind of like, you meet them, you meet them on like, Oh yeah. I kind of understand your, what you're trying to do, but yeah, you're going at it the wrong way. That's the only difference.
0: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. and um, um, What'd you, th- what'd you think about the reveal of Sharon Carter at the end? I saw it
1: coming, the power broker and I have to look again and maybe you caught this, but we're, um, was Sam and Bucky aware she was a power broker as well?
0: I don't think they were.
1: Okay, because it was kind of like um, said without them around, right? And then they came around yeah. and it's like, shoot off.
0: <laughs> well, and and when uh Sharon confronted Harley, or when yeah. they were confronting each other, like as soon as Sam stepped in, you know, Sharon was like, Oh, I've been shot. Oh, Sam, help me. Yes. You know, it's kind of like that playing that damsel in distress kind of thing. I didn't, yeah. But it's kind of like, I I want to see now, like, how, I mean, I, I got the kind of, all oh, like, okay, i am been exiled to this, cunt, to rapport Yeah. And I had to do this to survive. But at the same time, like, if you put, people make the, you know, the comparison between her and Peggy Carter, it's like, would Peggy have done that? You right, know?
1: right. And, and but, the words she said at the funeral, you know, it just didn't seem like she would ever betray you know her country or 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 those people and yeah
0: but i mean there there has been quite a bit of time that's passed since civil war right when she had to go on the run and everything so she's probably got a darker outlook but Mm -hmm. yeah i could i i mean i was kind of like when they started talking about the power broker, I'm like, it's somebody that they've already shown. Probably, yeah. Probably. Yeah, I suspected you know her I mean? some
1: like pretty much right it's away. Probably her. But I didn't want it to be, like but I was either, like, that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. I was like, it's either her or Zemo and the power broker's a total separate mm-hmm. character from Zemo. So Exactly. Well a lot like, of yeah. people
1: a lot of people point out like why would she come back to America in the end? Because, you know, she risked getting arrested and all that stuff. And then some people think maybe she's a scroll, which would explain so much about her villainous turn. Um, yeah. Because Secret Evasion um, is coming. That show is being developed, so it's possible. Yeah. It would make a lot of sense. I, but where the hell is she? It, That's it the would, question.
0: Yeah, it would make sense. I mean... No stakes, I though. I get it's, it, though, uh...
1: too. You know, like if you make it, if you make it that, then yeah, there's no stakes. It's like, well, <laughs> yeah. But I don't see her. I don't see her being that way. Um, people have point also pointed out that she supposedly was gone for those five years as well in the blip because she's shown on like a holographic uh, projection in Endgame. So I don't know if they redcon that or or someone else took her. Oh. Took her identity during those five years, maybe. So, did we even meet? Oh. Did we even meet Sharon in this show? You know, is that just a total fraud, or, or is it only fraud yeah, who guess. came to America? You know, but I don't know. Yeah, I I, I don't I want catch, her to be evil. I didn't catch that.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't want. Her. I guess I didn't catch that of whether or not she was involved in the blip or not. But I, but I guess it's, I'll have to go back and watch that.
1: But it's it's I think it's but, it's not. Uh, you can't. It's not. It's not revealed that easily, like it's in the background. So I guess technically you could ignore that, <laughs> you know, I don't know. Or they just were mistaken. Their data yeah. was mistaken. Um, yeah. Um, definitely didn't. Uh, yeah. Um, oh, gosh. What's her face? Um, Julianne Dreyfus. She. Wow. She was. I was like shocked to see her in the show. <laughs> I was like, whoa. Yeah. But it's cool, it's cool. She's like an evil, well, I don't know if she's evil, um, Nick Fury, kind of like, she's like recruiting, it seems like, uh, you know, Walker yeah, becomes U.S. agent like the... at the end.
0: Yeah, she's kind of, it kind of seems like she's putting together a new Avengers.
1: Yeah, almost. yeah, like a um, an anti-Avengers or something like that, yeah, which I think. Maybe,
0: maybe she'll be, uh, maybe she'll be in charge of the Thunderbolts.
1: Yes, I think people were talking. Yeah, that would make sense and that'd be great to see. I'd love to see Wyatt Russell come back as John Walker. Um the only thing I found kind of maybe just not I don't know, uh, to his character. He's at the end he seemed very happy to get this like PR um persona, the US agent. He's like, "Hey, it's it's black now. It's not a blue suit." It just felt like, you know, you you treat it more like this is yeah. an honor, you know, rather than like, isn't this cool? <laughs> you know, I just, I was like, yeah, that kind of felt exactly. off to me, but it's okay. It's for, I, I forgive it. You know, it's nothing's going to be perfect. It was kind of like he
0: was, it's kind of like he was, in, he was landing an acting role versus a yes. position. Yes. He's
1: very giddy. Yeah. And maybe it's the yeah. serum serum doing its thing. I kind of wish Sam had the serum. I was, you know, thinking about that the whole show, like, can we have a Captain yeah. America without the serum? Like, uh, I but
0: don't... at the same time though, I think it was, it was really cool how they did that without it. Yeah. I mean, he's protected. Like they sh- they showed know. him like, tra- they showed him like training and yes. Yes. You know, just like beating the crap out of himself, like trying to mm-hmm. be the best that he can be. And he's like, you know, that was kind of his thing. I think that was kind of his thing with, yeah, you know, taking up the mantle of Captain America is like, you know, there's always going to be that somebody that's saying on your left. Right. You know, right. Um, Right. But uh, yeah, I think it was, it was cool how they did that. And then um, him getting his suit from the comics. Yeah.
1: Like right out of the comics, like right out of the damn comics. Like, holy shit. They're not shying away. I will
0: say this. I will say this about the MCU. They're really good about making the suits and stuff. Comic accurate. Right.
1: Right. Yeah,
0: like as as closely as they possibly can in the realm of you know reality. Reality,
1: Yeah, for sure. uh,
0: Oh man, but yeah, I think it's really cool how they did it.
1: Oh, it was, Um, and it was like right away in that last episode, like they didn't they didn't take their time. Like it was pretty much like boom, here I am, and I was like, whoa, I love the wings. Like he really does look like Captain America with the damn wings and the the shield. And I was wondering how he's gonna hold the shield. So I was kind of that was cool how he was able to put it on his back and. Um, yeah. The only thing that doesn't make sense, I know it's comic accurate. I, I would like him to have a helmet like Steve's, but white, of course, because it's like, dude, the most important part of your head is exposed. Like (laughs) you're going to (laughs) get, you're going to get throttled. Yeah. Like put a, put something over that. Like, I think they could, maybe they'll adjust it for next time. And you know, it's a nitpick, but, but I did dig it. Like it looked great and it definitely was, uh. It was definitely his own look, you know, it wasn't like Steve's really, you know, except for the, some of the the color scheme, but the white really was like, it was, it was sharp. It was really sharp. And yeah, that was definitely like, you know, we're going to sell toys at this moment, (laughs) you know, but that's okay. That's that's okay. We're, we're down for that too, but no, I, I dug it. I thought it was, I thought it was great and I'm glad he finally embraced, you know, and I'm. I'm glad he listened to Isaiah, but he also was like, I'm a, I'm my own person. I've experienced different things. So I'll, I'll take what he says, but I'm not going to be totally like, uh, there can't be a black captain America, you know, things like that. So I, I really liked how, yeah I liked how he said, you know, he didn't like, he understood who he was coming from, but he wasn't like hundred percent right because, you know, things he experienced working with Steve and things like that. That's how, that's what I got from it anyway. So I am glad, um, he finally embraced it, and um, yeah, him and Bucky together were great, a great team. And yeah, I want to see, I yeah. want to see more of them. I really do. And yeah, uh, I hope Sharon I isn't evil, but maybe she is. I don't know. I mean, people change, but um, yeah, I, uh, I don't know. I still think uh, I still want Sam to have the serum, but I get it. It's like it, it's, they got to show like he doesn't need that to be Captain America. But it's like,
0: yeah, it's just it's tempting. Like they I think they gave it to him in the comics to like save his life at one point And then they retconned it.
3: Yeah.
0: Where he didn't have it anymore or something like that. I don't know. Well, of course, in the in the comics, he had like a telepathic connection with birds. Right.
1: So, They're like, nope. So like they can't 86. They that. can't really like, you yeah. know,
0: explain that in the, in the show. But you know
1: what they could do? Yeah, is, yeah I think it's yeah. If he gets injured. You know if, they're gonna be a, if there's gonna be another season of Captain America and the Winter Soldier. See, that was another reveal at the end. That was cool. Um, made sense obviously. Yeah. Uh, maybe he gets injured and Bucky gives him a transfusion. Has to, and he gets a little more power from that. I don't know. I mean, you could go there. Yeah. It's possible. But I love Bucky. How he's he's becoming more human again. And I like. I, I got a kick out of all those kids trying to. Uh. I don't know if they're doing like push-ups with his arm but they're all grabbing his arm and he was just like holding it out like it was nothing like that I thought that was pretty pretty cool and yeah um yeah yeah I enjoyed that a lot there's a uh, and there's a i mean there's a lot of cool memes um when Bucky like tells the kids when he's laying on the couch like what are you doing and they're playing with his shield you know there's like a cool meme saying uh-huh. like I'm gonna be your dad <laughs> He's flirting with his sister (laughs) i thought that was funny oh man that was hilarious but yeah because there's there's definitely something there but i mean bucky's a charmer too so um
0: that's true Yeah, yeah he was already kind of a ladies man before exactly uh even before he went to war so
1: right right you know i think i think one thing that'd be cool i would love to see isaiah in action like a flashback i think that should be something they could they could explore is some flashbacks like they don't have to be a whole series but yeah. like but like you know they, they used to have the marvel uh, one shots when they first introduced the mcu sort of like that would be cool like give us like yeah maybe 30 minutes of just like a mission and like there's so many I'd things you like could do like
0: a i'd like to see almost kind of what they did with agent carter yes they do like a howling commandos kind of yes. thing or something like that Yes, and I yeah, and then like go go back and kind of explore that with Isaiah and everything that would be kind of cool. But well, and they're they're
1: talking about Um, Captain America four now, and um, uh, Chris Evans returning, but I think he'd do his own movie. So I don't know if they would focus on him going back in time. Like, that would be cool to see him. You know aged with the howling commandos doing some battles like in the sixties or seventies or something like that, that would be kind of cool. Or it'd probably have to be earlier than that. They'd be old, but (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't, there's just so much they could tackle. And anytime they introduce like Isaiah Bradley, it's like, I'm really intrigued to see the history there, you know? Um, Yeah. I thought that was a good, and that's, that's a character from the comics. They introduced that uh, long ago. So, you know, that's um, very groundbreaking. And I'm, and again, I'm totally fine with the message. It's just it? I just felt like it was, it was odd. It was introduced now versus like you know we've had moments in the MCU before, and I get that they don't really have time to tackle that. So obviously, you can forgive that, but it is kind of odd. Like you know, I, I think it would have been cool if Rhodes came back at the end of the show and they talked about you know what I, Isaiah said or just some of the revelations they they've experienced. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, it just felt like, whoa, you, we're tackling this. Like, okay, okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, and it, it, it was a lot of a it was a lot of kind of like that don't look behind the curtain kind of thing. Like right, you thought right. that, you know, this was this wasn't something you would have to deal with, especially in a post snap Marvel universe. Right, right. Yeah. You know, yeah. But like this stuff went on and nobody had any idea about it. And That's even, true. Even Sam was pissed about it. He was like he went to Bucky and was like, did you know about this? Like they were exploiting people like this. Like what the hell?
1: Yeah. Cause I was you know, like, of course, totally Bucky like
0: Bucky didn't really know anything, but at the same time. Right. Cause they battled. Um,
1: yeah. No, but, I, uh, I think I did a good job. I mean, yeah. Um, yeah, I, I, yeah, I was totally down for the message. It just felt more serious than normal, but I get it. It's a show. They're able to expand more. So totally fine with it. I just, um, at times it was like, man, I'm just, I didn't get this sense before. Like you think Nick Fury wouldn't get his position, you know, with how they were saying it, but you know, maybe it's yeah. just who, you know, I don't know, <laughs> but yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it, it, it's definitely, and it, it's dealt with. So now you can have movies and not really tackled again. It's, it's there, but it's not like something they have to bring to the forefront again. So um, but yeah, yeah, either way, I thought I had a good message, and uh, whether or not it gets a season two, I'm not sure. Um, I, I
0: thought it was going to be a standalone, but I could be wrong on that.
1: Sure, yeah.
0: It, I, uh, I guess it, it, it's it's marvel. I mean, they're yeah. always going to. I mean, there's yeah. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, there's so many. Especially once we get out, get more and more out of the pandemic, I think you're gonna they're gonna explode again with all these properties oh, yeah. and yeah it's gonna be you know all hands on deck you know we got oh yeah uh we got, uh black widow coming so that's that's huge and um that was supposed to i think come before these shows so it'd be really interesting to see how that works yeah you know
0: yeah i almost think that i mean you know, with 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 everything that's been going on in our country and everything like that, I almost think that like this came out at the perfect time. Oh, Falcon! You know, like the, the, yeah, this was supposed to come. Well, this was supposed to come out even before WandaVision. Did. Oh,
1: okay, wow.
0: And uh, I think like it just timing wise, it worked out well. I mean, it was like right when the George Floyd trials were getting right. Yep. You know, yeah, getting finalized and everything like that. It kind of gave. To me it kind of filled that hole that was left by Chadwick Boseman mm-hmm. without replacing him. Sure. You know what I mean? Yep. Um but also at the same time, like I think that I mean, it's cool they did that, yeah. Hooray, you know, mm-hmm. now let's move on. Right. Kind of thing. Like I, I really hope this doesn't become like a pattern with them, you know, like each uh each new series that comes out has a different right. message, like Right. Shang-Chi is you know about anti-Asian sentiment or whatever. Oh sure, yeah. yeah. Right, right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. I mean like it, it's kind of like watching the Oscars. You're like, god, who's going to talk about politics this time? Like you don't want that to become. <laughs> yeah. You know, so it's like keep my politics and my entertainment separate, but Right, right. Um at the same time I think they did it the right way.
1: They did because you know? yeah, it came from the comics so it was explored before and you know, people wanted Iron Man to tackle uh demon in a bottle, so Obviously, if he was still around and he was younger, they probably could do a show where, you know, that is an issue. Yeah. Um, But, you know, they lightly tackled that. So, yeah, I, I get it. It had the opportunity to do what it did. And it was an important message. And, you know, um, I'm glad. Yeah. Uh, it just felt, yeah, it just felt maybe they should have kind of teased some of this reality in the world. But I guess that's kind of just something you take in. Like this is kind of supposed to be yeah. in our world. So obviously this shit exists. So yeah. Um but no, I'm I'm glad. And Isaiah got that beautiful tribute at the end at the the museum. Oh, the statue. Yeah, that was really cool. Yeah. And so yeah, that's basically what he wanted was recognition. You know, he didn't want like praise, but he's like yeah, he, he did he did just... some stuff for the country and they just turned their backs on him. So Yeah. But, yeah, I'd love to see more of that, more of his story. You know, like, I just picture him with, you know, a Captain America-like suit. Maybe he never got one, probably not. But I kind of, you know, can't help but imagine, you know, a mission where he did tackle the Winter Soldier. Like, that would be cool. I'd love to see that. Different, you know, a a period piece, you know, whenever they fought. Um, But, yeah, yeah, I thought, yeah, overall, great. And, um, you know, I think... The biggest criticism these shows get is like, well, the finale wasn't the greatest or whatever. But they don't they don't release them all at once, and I think that's maybe hurt them. But I don't mind. You know, I I understand what it's all about, and yeah, I'm okay. Well, we don't get all at once, so.
0: Well, it's it's a good way to ensure that uh, you know they still get their subscriptions every month. Exactly. Too. Yep. Yeah, it's, if you, it's smart. If you gotta. If you've got a six-week, you know, if you've got a six-episode series that releases once every week, then, mm. you know, obviously you've got to pay two months to watch the entire thing. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, it's it's kind of smart to do it that way, but it is smart,
1: and then you're you not, know, you know, you're you know, you still have fuel, you know, in the in the fire. Let's say, yeah. you know, it's not just like yeah. boom nitrous and we're out. <laughs> we got nothing.
0: Well, and, and it's good to it's good to have that discussion with it too, like throughout the week you'll see like you know analysis of the the episodes and stuff like that on youtube and i think that's cool not only from a a content standpoint but just yeah. from being a fan watching it like it's so cool to see people discussing these things that have been like you know that we've been waiting for since we were kids and now all of a sudden we've got all this stuff you know all these properties are coming out and
1: yeah all these theories being
0: discussed on on huge platforms and like who's this or did you catch this little easter egg this actually belongs to that person and right it's kind of cool to to see things like
1: that yeah and if if they don't pan out then it's like a disappointment it's like well it's not their fault it's your fault for <laughs> getting all these theories going you got to read reading too yeah. much into it <laughs> but it is
0: Still it is gotcha, fun hope so.
1: yeah it is fun i remember wandavision had several several videos i was watching i was like oh my god that's so cool like the the design and
0: things and like yeah, uh, but yeah. Overall, great, uh, great show. So, what's the next series coming out? I think Shang
1: Chi. Oh, I think it's Loki, isn't it? For Shang Chi is actually a movie, isn't it? Oh yeah, it?
0: no, you're.
1: Shang Chi a movie
0: uh, or is it a show? It, was, it could be. It could be a movie. I thought it was a series. But... I did too, but then... no, I think you're right. Uh, Loki. Yeah, yeah, Loki. Loki is the next one coming out. That's going to be
1: a trip. I Man, think that's I, going to be like WandaVision. i glad. Yeah.
0: I'm glad Tom Hiddleston got, got to play Loki again. Yeah. he, uh, I know like how when they interviewed him after uh, or at the premiere for um, Infinity War, he was emotional. He was like, he didn't like, he said it out loud. Like, yeah, this is the last time I'm playing Loki. And then I don't think he realized it until he said it and he got like really emotional with it. He's like, oh, wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I'm not playing this character ever again. So interview over, I, I think it's cool. Um yeah. I think it's cool. Like they're bringing in Owen Wilson. They're kind of making it like this, like time police kind yes. of thing. Right. So, you know, I, I doubt we'll see a Loki come back up into the main MC, MCU. I think this exists entirely outside of it. Yeah. But um, it'll be interesting to see.
1: Yeah, I 100% agree. And then you got Hawkeye and then we got the movies. So, yeah, yeah. we're all Hawkeyes
0: coming out, too.
1: We're all set pretty much. It's it's
0: exciting. It's uh, a lot. Yeah. I probably be keeping my Disney Plus subscription for a little while longer anyway. Yeah, Yeah. because then they'll have have
1: Star Wars come out soon. I think uh, Boba Fett is... uh, Oh,
0: Boba Fett comes out. Yeah, and... uh, December, but yep. the Boba Fett comes out.
1: So yeah, they they got us, man. They got us. <laughs> God. We're prisoner.
0: They just suckered us they suckered us right in with one division. They, they did. They well did. I guess they I guess they suckered us in with the Mandalorian and then we just kinda stuck around.
1: Exactly. That's but, what they did. It was yeah. all, all by design. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. That, that was a great series. I, I think I'll rewatch it again and binge it. I think uh, I wanna I wanna get another look at it. Yeah. Great action sequences, like just yeah. They did a great job.
0: It's uh, the way they did it. It's very digestible. Yes. I mean, the, at the time when you're, when you're waiting all week to see the episodes, they, they're they like, really, that's only 30 minutes. Like this sucks. But, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, if you, that is kind of the, the thing I can see about it is like binging it. At least you can, if you watch it all at once, it's kind of like a three hour movie mm-hmm. versus a, you know, exactly six 30 minute episodes or whatever. But, um, yeah i mean that's it's something i'll probably go back and watch again too i mean like kind of like i did with the the mcu movies leading up to wandavision i was like oh i didn't notice that before you right know, or yeah this little thing popped up I'm like oh that makes sense now and uh, so. i know it's it's written
1: very well and they crafted the universe you know very carefully so it's yeah. it's paid off and yeah this new phase is uh probably gonna get even better
0: so yeah um they never, they never do anything by accident. No, either, they even don't. Even if something seems yeah. arbitrary or some little thing. Like, it's, you know, who knows? Maybe 10 years from now, we'll have a Rat Avenger movie. <laughs> he could. Like, we'll, we'll, <laughs> we'll find out that the rat that saved Ant Man was really Kang the Conqueror in disguise <laughs> or something. They
1: could go there, man. They could go there. Like, it's. You never know. It's anything historical. Happen, man. They'll probably tackle almost everything <laughs> in the comics that's it's something huge thanks for uh guesting on the show really appreciate it yep
0: thanks for having me
1: the only only geek that stood with me this time (laughs) everybody (laughs) else had to go um yeah hey duty calls it's fine it's all good um but yeah uh, exactly before we go bill please uh plug 515 gaming will you
0: absolutely um so two new videos that i just dropped uh not too long ago actually one of them just dropped today um so, had a first chance to demo Resident Evil 8. Um, so, the first demo is for the village portion, the second demo is for the castle portion. Uh, very highly recommend you go check that out if you're interested in see, seeing any of the gameplay for the game. It's very close to Resident Evil 7 uh, with some polish on it. It looks very good. Um, once I'm finished with that, uh, got the pre-order coming up here for resident evil 8 so that'll be i'll be doing some more gameplay on that uh will be putting some other videos out i've got a like i said before i've got a lot of uh footage and it's just finding the time right now to edit it and get oh, it put out I understand there so. that. yep but uh we're going strong so fantastic we'll that's awesome fantastic yeah
1: that's great um yeah and please uh everyone out there check out check us out as well you can uh search us on google and we're everywhere so we have a massive array of shows to choose from five years worth of content so yeah tell your friends and family and uh of course tell them about 515 gaming too so yep we uh spread the word spread the word so yeah thanks a lot bill (laughs) for being on um yeah no problem we will be back i'm josh i'm bill Take care.